Hello and welcome to episode three of the Typo podcast. Today we're going to be talking about independence and growing up as a young person. So my first question to everybody is, well firstly welcome everybody, it's lovely to have you here. Uh, my first question is, are you or were you, if you're a bit older, um, looking forward to growing up and becoming independent? So this is just a yes or a no answer. Um, so we're going to go around and kind of I'll ask you individually and you say whether you were looking forward to growing up or you are looking forward to growing up and being independent. So we'll start with you, Max. Um, uh, yeah, I, I uh, look forward to growing up one day um, and having like my own house uh, and like things like that. Uh, I've always like been interested in like what my house is going to look like like I already know what colour I'm going to paint my living room and things like that um, so watch out um, the only thing I'm not looking forward to is like ironing because I don't know how to iron, I never got taught how to iron like I did skills for life lessons at school surely ironing comes under a skill for life but um, never did ironing at school so yeah Awesome, um, Libby were you or are you um, I'm currently in the process of growing up and becoming independent. Um, I just want to debunk some myths. You do not need to separate your washing. That is a lie. And secondly, you don't need to iron either. Just hang it up. The wrinkles will drop out, Max. Don't you worry. Ellie, are you looking forward to growing up and being an independent? Um, now I am. Now that I'm 18, I'm actually like, oh, this might actually be fun. Um, but when I was younger, um, I... I didn't want to. I was, I was like, you know, adults are scary, and and growing up and going to. I, I didn't want to go to university when I was when I was younger. I was like, no, it's too many people, too many responsibilities, too much, you know, all this stuff on me. I think that was me at fourteen, but now at eighteen, I'm now applying to uni. I've got offers for uni, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, and having that independence of managing myself and having responsibility for myself, not trying not to rely too much on my parents or my family and figuring out where I'm going. Um, I think Max also said about his house, like, yeah, I've also got ideas for what I want my future living space to look like and, you know, how, how I'm going to earn all the money to, to make it happen and what career I want to go into and all this stuff. So it's been a gradual shift from no to yes. Awesome. Uh, Evan, are you looking forward to being independent? Uh, yes and no. Um, quite enjoy the sides of being independent. Um, it's more the side of maybe not getting and doing something that I'm going to enjoy for the rest of my life or not getting a house that I can be proud of or something like that because you've got to be proud of your things, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, Lily? Um, sort of. Uh, like some aspects, like making decisions and stuff. I'm like, I want to be able to do that. But like, there's lots of difficulties and things that come with being older. So yeah. And Nia? I'm like, yes and no because it's really hard because I can look after myself. Like I'm 14, I can get myself up, I can wash my clothes, I can make myself a meal. But then at the same time, I can plug my phone in and I can set it as a charge. At the end of the month, I won't have to pay that, but then like, 
I'll, I'll have to go out and get a job to do that. If you know what I mean, like I know it's a bit extreme, like I'm plugging in a phone, but then like that all totals up and that all adds up. And I'm really bad with change, like really bad. And now I'm getting to like the start of the start of my life where I have to make decisions for myself that like determine my future and all of this. And that's like a lot. And adults have to make those decisions like a lot. And that's like, uh, that's too much. Yeah, um, I completely get that. I'm a yes and a no. And I'm again in the, you know, process of growing up. Um, I think there was a point when I was just really scared. I didn't know what, what I was doing. I still don't really um, know where I'll be in, you know, five, 10 years. I think that question of where are you going to be in five years absolutely terrifies me um, because I don't know. Um, but I think I am, you know, comfortable with being independent, looking after myself and the prospect of having a family in the future. Um, I feel like those are challenges that obviously will be tough, but I think I'm growing more confident in that independence. Awesome. Um, so a quick yes, no answer. Are you or were you prepared to grow up? Do you feel like you are fully prepared to grow up and become your independent self? So literally a physical thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay, so we've got four thumbs down and two thumbs in the middle. And me, I'd say no. So we've got five thumbs down and two in the middle. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I feel like life skills weren't... Um, kind of priority in school and it's got to the point where I've got taxes and I'm looking at moving house and there's mortgages being spoken about I'm like what do I do with this um so yeah definitely some things went to in schools anybody got anything they want to comment on that I feel like I know enough that if I get into a situation situation where I have no idea what I'm doing I'll be able to figure it out eventually I think that's all I need right now <laughs> so yeah yeah, definitely. I am definitely not prepared. Like, I don't know about setting up a mortgage or dealing with tax or anything like that. Or I, I don't know. Like, obviously, I know how to, like, basic cook. Uh, I mean, some people may not say I know how to cook, but my cooking tastes okay to me. Um, but, like, even, like, making sure you pay your bills on time. Like, I'm not... If I have too many dates to remember, I can just get really lost and, yeah. I think young people like us need to be taught how to like mortgage and things like that. And I don't know, even things like going shopping and like, like, oh, 25% off this. I wouldn't, I am rubbish at maths and I would have no idea. And it's just things like living like a cost effective lifestyle, I guess, not spending money on stupid things like I do, like buy a new laptop like every year and things like that. It's just stupid. So I guess um yeah just being told how to manage your money better because that's something i'm definitely not very good at doing yeah ellie yeah like following on from what max is saying i did a qualification in financial education at secondary from my gcse's um and that was uh managing money but it wasn't specific it was like more i don't remember any of it none of it is stuck in my head and it was all multiple choice questions, so you didn't really have to revise for it. If you guess, you guess the answers, you were fine. Um, 
but yeah like more basic ways of managing money like how does tax work what does it go towards why are you paying it um a mortgage what does that go towards how is the payment taken out how like you know really basic stuff that doesn't get explained to us we have to figure it out for ourselves and we're kind of just left yeah we're left to like fend for ourselves when it comes to money and if i you know if i'm taught properly how to figure out 25 percent of something i think i'll be you know i'll be better off honestly because i'm sometimes i'm just looking at something like oh 25 percent off in the sale yeah and then have to get the calculator out like if i could do that in my head that'd be a lot more helpful so yeah just simplifying things i think that'd be that'd be so brilliant for to tell like teach kids it would be, it'd be great yeah evan uh i personally think it's not something that can necessarily be taught but during covid i've definitely felt how you're not seeing your friends as much and obviously that will happen as you grow up and uh, i'm not sure that's something i'm as prepared for because it's quite funny it's a nice time you improve your mental health as such and you know it gets you motivated yeah definitely i think covid has changed a lot of the normal things you're meant to do when you're growing up uh nia and then max I feel like less and less young people like each year are going to be like prepared because I know for like universe like correct me if I'm wrong because I know Libby goes to university but like if your parents earn over a certain amount you get less of a university loan which I think is absolutely ridiculous because your parents might earn that much but there's there's no saying that they're going to bail you out and they're going to help you out with money and I feel like less like with the redundancies and everything like that university loans are going to cover more so then people aren't going to have to like work and that until they're really old and then they won't know what to do um i think it's even things like for us 18 year olds who can go to the pub and that like i want like for the little time that pubs were open when i at when i have been 18 i was going out most nights having a pint and things like that and then three pound fifty per pint doesn't sound much but when you look at your bank statement and all it is is Weatherspoons pub, 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 and you've lost like spending like two, three hundred pounds a month at the pub on food and drink. And I was like, oh, no. And now like I have expensive insurance. I've got a new car. So that's more money. And it's just things like that you don't think about. And obviously we're in lockdown, so I won't notice it. But as soon as we're out of lockdown, I'm going to be wanting to go out every night and enjoy myself and socialise. So. I think it's also things like that, like £3.50 a time doesn't sound much, but it does soon add up. And I think that's really common sense and down to that, but I still think it should be covered. Because if it was covered when I was at school, then I would probably have some more savings by now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's about understanding money and where that money goes. And like um, Ellie said about simplifying things like taxes, it's about just understanding what we do with our own money that we've suddenly got. Uh, yeah, Lily, you had a point. Um, I think that going to university or um, another system where you kind of get to be an adult, but you've also got a nice safety net under you, um, is one of the best experiences I've ever done. It's allowed me to become an adult in a safe manner. Um, because I know that if my boiler breaks, I can ring my maintenance man, he'll come fix it for me. And I won't, I won't like not be about hot water for days. Or I know that if I do run out of food, um, 
I could probably get a package from my university and be like, I'm so sorry that I've, I've misspent my money and you can talk to finance people there and you've got so many different kinds of professionals to help you. And it would be so nice if that was available to six formers and year 10 and 11, um, rather than having to learn everything at once in a period of like a day, because you're suddenly given like three grand in one day that you've got to make last for like four or five months. Um, so yeah. Definitely. I remember when I first got a part-time job and I was like, oh my God, this is my money. I can spend this. And, you know, I'd go out and buy a new pair of shoes or a new outfit because that's just what I wanted. Um, but luckily I did have, you know, my family, I was still living at home and it was only a part-time job. But when I started full-time, it was like, okay, insurance, rent, all of this. And it's like, ah, <laughs> what do I do now? And it's just about making that money last like you say and just understanding where your money goes and how that happens one of the like evan lily nia how do you feel about because i don't know if you've got jobs yet or you're looking at one or where what do you feel, feel about having your own money the rules around like getting jobs these days are absolutely ridiculous because to get a job that's worthwhile you have to be 18 and they're like yeah we want to instill a good worth e work ethic into like young people and all of that but like to be to get a job you want to be like 18 and then it's like oh yeah it's just a saturday job because we want you to go to school at the same time but then like like max said you want to go out you want to socialize with your friends like you're 18 and that's the time of your life but like I have no money skills at all. Like when I was younger, it was fine because like all of the money that I get for Christmas and that, my parents would give me some to spend and they'd put the rest of my savings. But now that's like, I'm responsible for that. And it's like, not, nothing goes in my savings anymore because it is, it's easy to order a new pair of shoes. Oh, I like, I like this outfit, I'll go and get it. Oh, this just came out, so I'm gonna go and get it. And it's like, I can see the money and I can see it go, but when I fall down, there's going to be nothing to pick me back up. Definitely. I think a common thing, what we're saying is just education and just bringing it into school, like school knowledge and saying, you know, you're, one day this will be you. Not just, I think in my school, definitely, they've kind of prepared us for sixth form and, okay, your work will get harder. You will have to travel on your own and things like that. Not really talking about jobs and onwards from that. Um, and then you get six form and it's kind of all about your A-levels. It's still not really included. I don't know if other schools are different, but that's especially, that's what I experience. Yeah? Awesome. Um, okay. So two questions in one here. Um, what is most daunting about growing up? What do you look towards the future? Maybe if you were um, going that stage where you're in year 11 and you're thinking about sixth form maybe away from the school you're already at or you're taking that step into the bigger the bigger kids at school um and you start thinking about a, a part-time job and your parents start talking about rents and things like that so what was the, what was or is going to be the most daunting thing about that that kind of scares you and then how can that how does that affect your mental health if you're just like I don't know what I'm doing but my friend you know knows exactly what she wants to do or he wants to do um to simply know that they are lying they, they do not have a clue what they're doing 
they might know what they want to do when they're older but that's not set in stone it's more like where would you like to be in the next five years it's not where you're going to be um and just kind of know that everyone's making it up as they're going along um and you will get you will figure out and eventually um it might take one or two or three tries or four or five or six but eventually you will get it yeah definitely um i think another thing is what options are there for you in terms of jobs and things and it's like okay well at the minute like nia said you get a saturday job um but then how do i get a job in the industry i actually love doing so you know if you want to be in the arts how do you succeed in that if you want to be in sports how do you really get a job in that and a sustainable job that you could actually you know successfully and definitely do because there's you know there's one thing saying i'm going to be the greatest singer in the world i'm going to be the next beyonce um but how can you get there or get a job that's supportive and a definite lily uh yeah that's what i was just going to say was my thing i was going to say that it's um the thing of I know where I want to be, but I don't have a clue how to get there at all or where to start. Yeah, definitely. So it's again that that kind of guidance. And again, when you're looking at um, in year 11, when you're looking at your next step, it's always, OK, do you want to go to sixth form or do you want to go to college or do you want to like they're always looking at education, not how you could get into your job outside of just getting the qualifications. Um, yeah, Max. Yeah, it's also difficult because obviously with knowing where you want to be in the future, like you have to choose options in like, I know I had to choose my options in year nine and I know some schools are even year eight. And to make like your biggest life decisions when you're like 12 and 13 is absolutely crazy. I know you have to make them at some point in your secondary school, but I don't know, when you're 12, you might want to be like, I don't know, a fireman. I think that's really cool but when you actually get to about 17 and research into it more and you find out oh this isn't actually what I thought it would involve I don't want to do that then and you've got your GCSEs and all saved in your A levels as well and you've got all the qualifications you probably need to do specific jobs then you're a little bit like well what am I meant to do now because I've kind of already started this major process into my career but I don't actually want to do that and is it a lot of people probably think oh too late and just carry on and be unhappy whereas i don't know i think like if careers were covered i don't want to say better but if careers were covered more in depth in school and you realized oh if i choose these options these are the careers i could get inside them careers is this job and this job and this job and how many jobs are inside like a branch I don't know, I'm rambling on now, but you kind of get what I mean. Like, if you could see where your options would take you, I think it would be better and help you choose better at a younger age. That's my opinion anyway. Yeah, definitely. We're talking a lot about like schools, but I think the reason for that is because that's where you're definitely going to be. You're de unless obviously you're homeschooled, but then you'll talk about that with your tutor or your parents. But I think in school, that's where you definitely are and where could have the most influence on you rather than outside groups or clubs. Yeah, Libby? Um, following on from Max, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that we're making 
12 and 13 year olds and then 16 year olds and 18 year olds decide on a career path that they're going to be in until retirement they've only had 18 years max of life and you're making them decide what they're doing for the next like 60 odd and you're not even giving them the chance to experience the careers that they're looking at yet like they've never experienced this job ever they're just going in blind and I think that's really really bad we're not preparing anyone for anything we're just kind of going oh you you enjoy art well who knows you might enjoy a career in it off your pop and it's just not great is it definitely um ellie carrying on from libby um yeah it's it is insane at like 12 and 13 we have to essentially choose these options that are going to lead into a future career for us that we might not even want when we get to a certain age like 18 like proper school leaving age and like if i draw from personal experience i so what was it year nine i was going to be a psychologist i wanted to be in psychology so i chose that and then I get to my the end of my duty season, I decide I want to be an actress. So, and you know, it changes, it fluctuates so much. And I've considered about 20 different careers about what I could do. And I'm finally settled on, on one, thank God. But yeah, it's it's an incredible like pressure to decide, what am I going to be in 10 years? Oh, yeah, I'm going to choose these subjects that make sure that I'm doing a certain thing without giving me any opportunity to try anything else. A hundred and ten percent agree. Uh, Max? Yeah, for me, um, work experience has always been an odd one. So, like, my school didn't offer it because of health and safe, health and safety or um, some, something I remember. But, so you choose your options, say, in year nine, but then you do work experience in year ten. And that's never made sense to me because surely work experience should be one of the key kind of factors that well you're getting experience like if you go and do something and you don't like it then you're like oh that's not for me I don't want to do that so surely work experience should be a step before your options in my opinion because I don't know maybe you don't just go into one place for two weeks and then that's it the I don't know you go into like various different places within them two weeks, experience a bit of what you want to experience. You're like, you might work in a theatre for three days, then you might go, I don't know, and do a job at a local paper company, like, because uh, you're interested in journalism. I, I think that would be better, and then people actually get a taste of what it's like to work in that job. And then they go, oh, I'm interested in that, I'm going to put that down as one of my options. I don't know if it's just me, but in my head that makes a lot more sense than choose your options oh and then you're going to do work experience i hope you like it if that I, makes sense i 100 and a million percent agree i think work experience is a week um at a point where it's possibly even too late i mean my work experience was in year 12 after already basically committing to what i you know what route i'd have to go down because that's all my qualifications um and it's a week of your life um, which just sounds ridiculous really and, ha and you only get one place to do so and for me careers fair was six forms coming in and saying what six form you should go to rather than actually looking at what careers you could have. Um, yeah Nia? So I was one of the ones that chose my GCC options when I was 12 um, and it wasn't as if it was like the end of year right it was like January I think and I've been at the school a year and three months and 
it's just mind blowing. And I, I went back on the decisions I made, like, but the day before we went back to school, I was like, oh God, why did I choose? I chose media. I can barely work an iPad, yet I chose media. Like, I don't know what was going through my head. And could you imagine me now, like, doing media? I regret half the subjects I chose. And it was like little 12-year-old me thinking I could be a big brain. And it's like, I don't know what I was thinking. And then there's so much pressure from the school to know what you want to do. And there's, like, certain stereotypes where it's like, if you, if you chose psychology, you're smart. If you didn't choose psychology, you're not smart. And then, like, there's so many other ones. Like, oh, performing arts, you only choose it if you want an easy way out. Or oh, RE is barely a GCSE. And it's, it's so much for, like, little 12-year-old me to go through. And, like, I'm a child. I was a child. Like, obviously, I still am now. But it's like, I was like most people that were 12 were still playing with toys like maybe not toys but you get what I mean like people weren't didn't have phones and we were supposed to make the choice that will probably determine most of our life and it oh it's just mind-blowing 100% I mean it's not the be all and end all you can change what you want to do in the future but it definitely you know it it means you get more knowledge in that area when you might want more knowledge in another um in the future Evan, you had your hand up first. Um, well, personally, touching a bit on what Nia said, I find that you are pushed so much to know what you want to do. Like, the teachers are forcing you, basically. So I didn't pick on any job that I wanted to do, personally. I picked on subjects I enjoyed. But they expect you to know exactly what you want to do, and they expect your life to almost be planned out, and that to be how it's going to go. Um, personally, I think the question was something about being scared. I think a lot of people are scared of failing. Um, so, like, if they don't get the grades they want to get this job or something else, where they could have another job that they enjoy more, but they want this job as such. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I think the, the whole failing thing is is a huge thing. Uh, and what doesn't help that is you might not be getting the grades in the subject that you actually enjoy. She might take drama, but six, 70% is writing. So, but you don't enjoy writing, you enjoy being on stage. Um, so yeah, even then you're choosing the subjects that you love and are good at, but you're not actually getting the grades you deserve. Um, following on from Nia, if I, ha I got to choose my GCCs at the end of year nine, if I chose my GCSEs in year eight, I would not be in the degree I'm in now. And I don't even know, I don't even know what I would have picked. I hated science in year eight and now I'm studying a master's in biochemistry. So I, I think, I think we need a bit more leeway for children because they are children at the age of 12. Like you, you can't do anything. You've only just been allowed to go see a 12 rated movie. Like, you don't know what you want to be. You're 12 and you shouldn't have to really know either. You should just be able to enjoy being 12 and not have to make life decisions. Yeah, 100%. Max? As well, I've been speaking about this a lot today in previous meetings. I think as well, options could be also down to peer pressure. Like, all right, this isn't my view at all, but a lot of people, when I said, oh, I'm doing drama, it's like, oh, you must be gay then. Okay, one, why is that being used as an insult? And two, like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, it's what I want to do. If I want to do drama, then let me do drama. 
And a lot of people in my drama group chose drama because they thought it would be the easy one where you just do a play, you get an A-star, and then, woo, there you go, look at me go. But it's not as actually really hard work with the exams now and the written exams. And there's a lot of drama is like one of the subjects what's got the most writing in it, even more than English, I thought. Um, so... Yeah, and, and we had like an options evening at school where they would explain the course, but it was so packed and that that you couldn't get to any stand or hear anything. And it was just absolutely, I thought it was a waste of time. I'd rather be sent home like a document for every subject what I was interested in and just read through it. I know that's quite dull and boring, but at least then I'd actually be able to kind of read the information for myself instead of having to cram through crowds of people to try and hear what I wanted to do at GCSE so yeah I think a lot of it so going back to my first point just comes down to peer pressure and what your friends choose and a lot of people would like want to stay in their friendship groups for the whole of the school so I think that can have a massive impact on what you choose and people don't realise what you choose at GCSE is kind of has a bit of an impact on the rest of your life they just think it's oh after school I can do what I want but a lot of things you need like the correct grades in that course yeah definitely I think especially if you're in the sporty group with all the you know the lads um you want to pick sports so you're with your friends and you know you won't go off and pick something a bit out there because they might you know judge that or not think that's as good as what they're doing um I think for me so the question is like what's the most daunting um mine was definitely growing up but now I've got a whole different thing of um, house prices. I can't imagine myself being able to buy a house because of how they have skyrocketed. My mum was talking to me not so long ago about when she bought her first house, it was like £40,000 in central London. And now I'm sitting there like, right, well, that's nowhere near the prices it is now. Now we're talking that for the just the deposit. Um, and the minimum deposit so you know it's very daunting to look at house prices at no matter what age you are but I think as it's probably my next step um it's definitely really just in my mind and cramming me and I'm like I don't know how I'm gonna approach that Lily um we were saying earlier about like work experience and stuff and like at New Wade, at New Wade they like don't do work experience in like year 11 and I like just chose my A-levels like recently and like I didn't really know what to choose to like get where I wanted because I also chose my GCSEs in year eight and yeah I kind of regret some of the things I chose but and also with how it is at the minute like the GCSEs no one knows like what's happening so it's a bit of a mess. No I completely agree. Um, Evan? Um, I think it was Max that said something about kind of peer pressure and stuff. And yeah, uh, I just picked my options and everyone's kind of discussing what they picked and stuff. And uh, everyone's like, oh yeah, I picked this, did you pick this kind of thing? And it it seems to me like it's quite a personal thing that people should almost keep to themselves. But it's a thing that everyone shares as such. And yeah quite strange in my mind yeah I know for me it was like oh we'll all pick the same so we're in the same classes next year um Libby 
um, also, like, I hate the fact that 12 and 13 year olds have to take in their finances into consideration. Because if that, because I know what going through my, my mind was, well, if I take this one, then this job might get a high amount of money and therefore I might be able to live a better life. Or, and then be like, oh, but I really like this subject, but it doesn't pay as well in a job as I'd like it to. So do I take it? Do I not? And like, you're 13. Stop stressing. Like, it was, I remember just being so overwhelmed thinking if I pick the wrong subject now, then I don't know, I won't be able to afford a house or I won't be able to have, an, like, have, have a family or things like that. And I think that's an awful pressure to put on a, a preteen and just turn teenager when like, it, it's just, I don't understand it. I don't understand why we're forced to make life decisions at the age of 13. Definitely. Um, it's just a big pressure in all one go. Ellie? Carrying on from what Libby was saying. Um, I feel like I did a lot of that. Um, yeah, like what she said about careers and money. I was being told to, you know, oh, Ellie, you've got to be a lawyer when you grow up because you're going to get loads of money for it. And now I'm considering being an actor. I was talking about this with someone the other day. And they were like, um, you know, did people tell you to not be an actress because of the money and how you might not have a job sometimes? I'm like, yeah. Um, people have told me that and told me to be uh, like I said told me to be a lawyer or a solicitor or something that earns a lot of money and I'm like I don't want to choose a career based on how much money I want to earn or how, how much money I should be earning like I want to be an actress I want to act I want to be in shows I don't care about the money it's something I enjoy doing so um I can also turn it into a bit of advice you know if you are choosing options for anything really like Think about what you want to do, what you love doing, what you are passionate about, and don't let anyone tell you what you should be doing for your career, because it is your life and your career. It, you've got to go about how you want to go about it. You can't let anyone stop you. Perfect, Ellie. Evan? Um, well, people like myself, I've picked my options over the Christmas period. We haven't been able to have a careers fair this year like we usually would. Um, so it's been quite strange and um, so we've had no influence as such other than what we like to do so uh, other than the videos that they've put out which is okay but you can't really ask questions to them um, some less uh, some subjects have been really good and done taster lessons as such of what you're going to be doing for GCSE that's only two or three I think and it's it's quite hard deciding really because you don't know what you want to do and you don't know how you're going to do it if you do have a choice because you've not had that careers fair. They've given us this program that you use online but that's quite hard to navigate and stuff like that. Nia? Um, I know that like from experience like Obviously now we're looking at colleges and things like that, but even through my options, the teachers picks on like the subjects that are like academic subjects and things like that are very high up on their list of priorities. Like we wasn't shown like anything about like performing arts in like GCSE or anything like that, but, but we were shown like, oh, psychology, this is what you're doing psychology in um, A-level or um, in GCSE or this is what you'll do in subjects like 
I don't know, maths and English, you don't get shown like art or performing arts or music or anything like that. And it's very clear the subjects that they want you to choose. And I feel like I kind of went against that. Like all of my subjects were the ones that nobody really wanted. All of my classes are so small. And it's like they're really good subjects, but people just aren't being shown them. And I feel like that leads a lot of people into not being in a career path that they want to be in. Like there's so many adults literally scrounging up what jobs they can get because they don't have the right qualifications. And that's because they're not they're not being shown the subjects. Uh, um, like a million and one percent. In my school, we actually only have drama or music or art and um, you can only take one of them. Um, and we didn't even have like media or anything like that um, or an option for performing arts or anything. And you couldn't do music if you were just a singer. Um, you had to do an instrument as well. Um, so yeah, there's, I mean, obviously different schools are different. I went to a really small school. Um, but yeah, those opportunities just aren't shown enough. And I definitely think um, work experience and experiencing different things and also encouraging what you do outside of school because my school didn't want to encourage all the my parents put me in so many activities but my school like didn't want to encourage it they you know we have to be doing homework tonight but i want to be dancing or i want to be going to drama or i want to be you know swimming or this or that or the other and there was just no option to facilitate around that and encourage it um you know, I'd come into school and there was only one teacher who'd ever asked about, you know, my drama or my dance. Um, and it was just because she did that outside of school. Um, but yeah, I definitely think just experiencing different things and getting that knowledge outside of school, but also being encouraged by school because of how often you're there. It's the main basis of what you do. It's like me now with work is my equivalent to school back then. Like, I'm at work nine to five in the week. I was at school weekdays and that pretty much took up all the week. So like in terms of doing homework and things. Um, so yeah, I think definitely looking through schools and how they can help influence growing up and with life skills and careers choice and um, experiences and listening and all the stuff we talked about today is just awesome. Um, if anybody has, has anything to say, raise now, forever hold your peace. Um, no, awesome. I'm really grateful for the conversation we've had today. Um, so thank you.